Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, and at WLDJFM 107.5, Newcastle, PA, also at HOFMRadio.com, and streaming live at italknet.com. Hope everything's going fine for you on this evening. I know we've been cooped in for quite a few days, and uh, we're trying to deal with it. But the guest I have on tonight, she's promised me that she's going to be drinking with me this evening, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed. We had the opportunity to speak with Anna. It seemed like it was a while ago, but actually it was only in February. And Anna, we've only talked, we talked on February 3rd was the last time you, you and I serious? Yes, and it seems like it was so long ago. That it's, It was like five years ago. <laughs> So like what? So what is your drink of choice this evening? Uh, I have poured myself a, a red breast Irish whiskey. It's a single pot still Irish whiskey. I poured myself the red breast twelve cask strength. Okay, which basically just means I was too cheap to spring for the red breast fifteen <laughs> or twenty one. Or twenty seven, but I thought I was haughtier than just doing the red breast twelve, not cask strength. Okay, and I I, I feel under I feel um, that that you're overclassing me this evening. All I'm doing is drinking uh, Jim Beam bonded uh, this evening in my uh, Jim Beam glass with ice. So, and I even have Bill, I even have I, ice on my desk so I can refill tonight. <laughs> Good, Bill. I hate to break it to you, yeah, but it's not hard to outclass you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very I figured much. You've been drinking; you could take it. <laughs> I only had one before you came in the room tonight. So, how's everything going, Anna? Listen, I'm in I'm in sunny Los Angeles, and I got to tell you, uh, the vibe is crazy here. <laughs> I can not, imagine. It's not normal. My daughter lives in uh, Brooklyn, so she's there in college, trying to finish up her junior year. And uh, she was supposed to come back here with us and then decided to stay because, sure enough, we thought there would be a shelter in place and she right. didn't want to be stuck with her parents. 
I get she that. Be with her fun roommates, and guess what? Her roommates left, and now she's by herself <laughs> in her apartment, and she's like freaking out. But uh, the vibe here is weird. I know it's not as weird as like Seattle or New York, but mm-hmm. it's definitely weird. I did go to Target like three weeks ago. And I made the conscious choice to, like, look at people and smile and say hi because yep. everybody just had these freaked out faces. They're all racing their carts towards the toilet paper aisle, and which, you know, three weeks ago was fruitless because there's no toilet paper to get. And uh, so it's just people are, you know, we, you walk past people, you social distance, you do all that stuff. We, you know, we walk around the neighborhood, but I really don't leave the house. I don't go much of anywhere. I have been in the house the majority of the time. Um, my wife is still working. She is um, considered essential personnel. So she's oh, still wow. out and about and um, she's working at any time we need anything. She gets she's it. Get the stuff. She gets it and she brings it back in. Now I did some running around briefly today because we're having an issue around here right now where buy local is very important because a lot of our local businesses yes. um, are having difficulties. For example, a friend of mine is a dairy farmer and we found out this week that they've been dumping milk uh, twice a week now I mean, because they can't do anything crazy. with it. And I went out and bought gallons of milk today just so I could at least do my part and try to keep him him in a business just a little bit longer. But I know my two gallons of milk is not going to make that big of a difference. Well, you think, too, that, like, the farmers would be okay because the grocery stores right. are – overrun but it's not the case because if they're not supplying stuff to the restaurants right and the uh how you say the the stadiums and the schools the places where they schools where they serve a bunch yeah. of food it's really it's a very precarious place and i feel like a lot i already know a lot of restaurants around here have just closed they're like we can't even do takeout because we can't do the staff we can't order the food we can't right and I've had some takeout where the food is kind of like, is this going bad? Are they just, you know what I mean? Like, right. are they using up? Which I wouldn't blame them. I just am like, this is what's happening. This is the reality. Well, people are going out of business. Lucky, lucky for us, the stuff that we have ordered out um, and picked up has actually been very good. So it, it gets good. that because I'm doing the majority of the cooking in the house right now. Oh, good. <laughs> and well, my wife likes it. It's my kids that have an issue with what dad makes. But why? Uh, what, what, the, what don't they like? What are you making? Pretty much with... everything they don't like. What are you talking about? What are you making? <laughs> well, I made feeding your poor children. I made wonderful pork chops tonight. We went to a local book butcher shop recently and That's ordered awesome. ordered all this meat. And I have another meat order Great. coming in next week. But we've ordered all this meat, and it's fresh, and it's lean, and it's really nice. And I made pork chops today. There was really no fat on them. And if you're not familiar with like that, the they don't – yeah, they like the fat. So it was uh, a little bit awkward on that. I've made some really good chicken recently. Um, I made a beautiful roast last night. Um, which they didn't was, like the roast? <sighs> well, my two younger ones didn't care for it. My older one did who is the uh, my, my college student who's finishing up his sophomore year, who's doing all his – he's a theater major, and he's doing all his classes online, which is very awkward. Uh, that is awkward. My daughter's a painter and doing her classes online, and it's, yeah. not, it's not the greatest for them. Well, Not t- the greatest if you're in the arts right now. Tomorrow night, uh, he works with a local theater in the area, and I'll give him a promotion right now. They're doing a performance online tomorrow night. It's the state. They are? That's awesome. It's the State Theater Center for the Arts out of Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and he'll be performing tomorrow night online. And I'll share that link to everybody so they can watch it. But they're going to be doing Great. it because they've had all these productions that they've had scheduled, 
and now they have to cancel or they have to postpone. And him being a theater major, he had one, I mean, of, the, one of the leads for Into the Woods at the oh, university. He that's was such play- a bummer. My heart goes out to these kids. He was playing Jack and he couldn't do it. My daughter, who is in junior high, was part of a high school musical in the area. They were getting ready to do Adam's Family and oh. they canceled it on them. And so these kids, they don't know what they don't know if they're coming or going because they don't know what to do. And it's really hard to keep them busy. I know they're online. They're with yeah. their friends. But that's still not the social interaction that we uh, that we need. Right. And wait, your eldest son is a senior in college? No, he's a sophomore in college. Oh, sophomore in college. Okay, yeah. good. I feel really bad for all the seniors who are supposed to have their final shows. Oh, yes. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, the oh, the seniors who showcase, by the way, out of conservatory, they showcase so they can all get agents. They're not able to do their showcases. In, in the case of my daughter, who's a fine artist, they have their shows at Cooper Union. They're, then the seniors can't have their shows. That's where people discover them. And, like, you know what I mean? You really start to get your work out there and start your career and they don't get to do that. Yeah, and it's a, it's a big bummer. It is. It's, it's a shame. And I, I just hope for their sake that this doesn't go on much longer because if it does, you're just going to have this portion of the workforce, or at least in the arts that are going to be floundering around trying to find yeah. out where they fit in. And that's really sad. Well, that was me when I got started in the arts. I can figure it out. They'll figure it out. So I'm taking a swig of this red breath. <laughs> so anyway, so I've been noticing that you've been posting some stuff online recently, especially all the free radio stuff that Lance yeah. has been putting out there. Yeah. It is so I much easily, by the way. It's so much better the second and third time around. Oh, it really is. I love that show. I um, really hold a special place in my heart for it. I really think and I thought about this before before we started talking this evening, going that would be really cool if you and him could do a virtual version of it online. We were thinking about doing a Zoom with okay. DJ Lance and DJ Anna, but maybe maybe I'll text him after this and say, "Hey, I, I've gotten some encur- I've gotten some encouragement from William Eric Alexander." <laughs> so, so we hey, have to do it. If you need a cameo, I can do a cameo appearance. I'd be more than happy okay. to on the Zoom. On the Zoom, <laughs> just let- like, who's that? Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, Uh, hey, you get you get a moment. I get a moment. You're right. You're right. But I was getting a kick out of it today because the K dog. I. I, Mm -hmm. How did you get that dog to hump on Q? Okay. That's the thing I want to know. So here, let me give some listener background. We're talking about a show that I did in like 2009 called Free Radio. And it was about the behind the scenes of a radio station. So everybody in radio loved it, which was great because we could go always come on people's shows and promote it. So you guys were the only ones who watched it. You guys in college, <laughs> and, you know, the, the guys from Workaholics yeah. were in college getting like stoned and watching our show. Right. And they're, so they were like the target audience and then people in radio. And you guys are the only people who saw it. And uh, it was such a fun show. And one of the episodes, uh, we we Lance DJ Lance steals a dog from a homeless guy, and uh, who eventually gets the dog back. But this dog humps everybody, and so we knew we wanted to do that, and so we had to get an animal handler who had a dog who specialized in humping. And you really only have <laughs> how do you train a dog to? Never mind, I don't want to just... know. He just, you know what I mean? Some dogs just do that. And this dog did, and the animal handler figured out how to do it because, and I, I see him now. Well, he might've passed away by now, but, um, the dog or the handler, the dog and the handler. I don't know who knows these days. 
who knows who's still alive. That's true. So the the, the I've seen the dog at other things humping, and I'm like, that's right, because that's the dog. That, when you need a dog for a humping bit, you get that dog right. in L.A. And so we had this dog, and then what we did was we were shooting with John Stamos, and we were in there. We shot the whole thing, and they were like, hey, John, would you – and we knew we were going to have jo- the dog hump John Stamos. Right. But we didn't, like, ask him in advance. We just really put him on the spot, and he was such a good sport, he agreed to it. Because, trust me, a lot of famous people would be like, no, I'm not I'm not going to make myself look bad. Like, they wouldn't do it. And he was just like, yeah, the dog can hunt me all day. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we were very happy with well, that. Well, whenever, really whenever he showed his belly button, I, I probably figured that he would let the dog hump his leg, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's what we kind of thought, too. Yeah. We're like, oh, he's cool with it. He'll be fine. He's a good sport. So just to let you know, I just poured my second glass of bourbon, except this time I'm going with the Evan Williams that I just broke oh, the nice. seals on. Um, but I, I, I really got a kick out of it. And and when you had Stamos on and the other guests, the um, yeah. oh, the woman that I made Smiling. reference to. Yes. And and Kathy Griffin was in that and episode. Kathy Gri- How much is that ad-libbed? Because honestly, I can't. Their, All of it. Their reaction on their faces, just the responses. <laughs> when Lance just goes off. And he and he talks cool. about it, and he looks at you about the dog and says, "No, she can't have it." And I knew exactly where he was going. Right. I I mean, listen. Here here's the deal. Uh, Lance and the writers uh, were, you know, they come up with beats. Like we know we know what the outline of that episode is. Right. When we do the interviews, we know there's cer- certain story beats we need to get to. So I knew that he was going to do that and go for it. And and uh, but we don't we tell the guest treat it like it's any other radio show that you go on. Treat it like it might be, you know, the worst radio show you've ever been on and whatever your natural reaction is. Now, that being said, I think there were maybe two to three people who were legit annoyed. Okay, and Kathy Kathy Griffin was one of them. Oh, she was, it was but it was excellent <laughs> she was though. Not having him, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. You you couldn't yeah. have asked for anything better. You really oh, couldn't. She was legit annoyed. Like she didn't like her people were like nobody told me about this. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just it was very funny, but it worked perfectly for that episode. Yeah, and 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 it was interesting because. You you feel being in the room and being in the middle of like Lance is on my left and a famous person is on my right. And we right. have so many famous people. You really get a, a feel for people's energy, you know. And some of some of the famous people want to hang out and they want to make you their best friend. Some of the people want to be adored and want to be flattered. Right. Some of the people feel really awkward and they're very introverted. And some of the people are just they have very dominant energy. And Kathy Griffin is a very like strong personality. She's she like what you see on the TV is what you get, and so to have Lance's strong personality and her strong personality, I was like, oh god, here we go. Well, I I just think it was I just think it was so well done um, because the way the epi- and and for those of you that aren't familiar with it, like you said, it was on VH1, uh, two thousand and nine, free radio, and they're they're posting these online. I guess does he have permission to do it, or no, is he just no? He doesn't. Here's the thing: we have been trying to get free radio on Netflix or streaming or whatever okay. or YouTube streaming. We've been trying to get it on for years. And every time we contact somebody at Viacom, they're like, we don't know who has the rights. And we're like, you, you have the rights, Viacom. Seriously. And, and and they won't do it. And nobody was, I mean, it was such a small show. I don't think anybody really gives a crap, but uh, you know, I think it would find an audience. So, and fans write me 
every day, every day I get a note. Hey, where's that show? Where can I see it? I'm like, I can't even see it. I don't have a copy of it. Right. And so Lance put it up on YouTube like a month ago. He put a couple episodes up and sure enough, within 12 hours, Viacom took them down. Right. However, and, uh, however, they're somewhere else like, now. Well, he put them on Vimeo, and and they're 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 not searchable, unfortunately. You would have to follow Lance Crawl on or, Vimeo, or you, <laughs> or because, me on Facebook because yeah. you're sharing I'm them. Posting them, I don't care. I don't think he cares. I mean, what is it getting like? Two hundred and fifty views because my friends look at it. Like, who cares? Well, I I'm surprised your friends aren't sharing it because they are classic, um, and and again. To me, it's just amazing how you were able to get these people to participate in this program. And, it, it made no sense. And, it was and, insane. The amount of people that we had, like Ray Romano and Kiefer Sutherland and Kathy Griffin, and it just well, an incredible assortment of people who the, I don't know how we got The there. Ray <laughs> Romano and even Fred Willard coming in as the station yes. owner. Yes. And Lance explaining to him how to do uh, <laughs> Dick in a Box. Yeah, can you say that? <laughs> yeah, I, I just did. Um, Richard yes. in a Box. How about that? Richard, Richard. In a Box. Mr. Richard in a Box. But yes. I'm going, I cannot believe he did that, mm-hmm. let alone Fred Willard played along with it. Well, yeah. Well, you have to remember Fred Willard is, is an incredible improviser. Yeah. And anything that you throw at him, he's going to do. And then we had Jerry Bednob in there, who most people know him from The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yes. But Jerry Bednob is amazing. He's an amazing comic and an amazing improviser. And I don't think he said you, – you would tell Jerry Bednob, hey, say this line. Say, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then he would say anything but that. Mm-hmm every take you know what i mean so it's like okay we just roll with it so the whole premise of the program is it's an fm station in los angeles who just lost their their morning show guy who went to satellite radio and they have an intern who is very uncouth unprofessional but he is he loves radio And he takes over the show, and now the show is more popular than the show has ever been before in this time slot because everything is so ridiculous. It actually sounds like morning radio today. Yes. And And I I honestly wish that Lance and I could both find time in our schedules to just do this because he lives in Atlanta now, and I'm here in L.A. If we could just figure this out and do it remotely, it would be really fun. I think you should do your cooking show that way with him. No, he's not involved with the cooking stuff. He's not invited. He would just mess with it too much. No, I'm putting my foot down, William Eric Alexander. By the way, you sound like a president. Are you? Are you like? There is. Are you like a? You're really rich, right? No, I. I I wish I was. The reason why I my opening has always been William Eric Alexander is 30 years ago. I was on the air, and I haven't told this story in a long time. Tell it. And we were talking about the O.J. Simpson trial. So you can tell how far back this goes. And yeah, I get a call. Thanks. I get a call from a elderly woman on the phone. And she starts talking about B.J. Simpson. And I recognize the voice. And I'm going, wait a minute. That's my grandmother. And I'm going, hi. And she goes, yeah, Eric, how are you? I'm going, Grandma, I'm on the air. It's Bill. My grandfather's name is also was also William. So to uh-huh. distinguish between my grandfather and myself, they called him Bill. They called me Eric, 
when I went oh. on the air, it was Bill Alexander. But whenever that screw up happened, I had to explain to the audience that my middle name was Eric. So right. it is William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill. That's why. So, yeah, my grandmother. The, third, the fourth? The fourth? Uh, actually, no. He was uh, he was William Gordon. And I'm Will, okay. William Eric. So, And he died in 1977. And my grandmother passed away in 2003. Wait, was she, whoa. Did she remarry? No. Or did she or did she do that like Italian widow thing where you just pine? She just pined. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that too. God willing I outlive my husband and then I can pine over him. <laughs> I think he wanted that way. Well, hey, if if you pine so for him, called... if you pine from right, you got to move back to where he came from. You got to move back to the Keys Rocks. Oh my god, I got to move to the rocks. Yep. Um, my, uh, friend in Pittsburgh is making masks that say, don't be a jag off. Oh, wash I love them. Wash your hands. Don't be a jag off. I love Isn't that. Them. Great? I just got a new mask today. It has Batman on it. Oh, that's cool. I have yeah. no masks, but I don't leave the house. I did order some off of Etsy, but they're so backed up. And then I, or a friend of mine is like kind of hippy dippy and she's making them. So I'm like, I'll be, I'll buy some. You hippie. <laughs> See, I get drunk and I call people hippies. <laughs> So I'm I'm basically your grandfather. You're, well, there. Yeah. Um, so you're you're at home now, and yeah. so your husband's at home too. So you're both together. Yeah. So if yeah. you're not performing together, why don't you perform online? Um, well, you can follow my. We do perform in the sense that we shoot cooking videos together, and he facilitates. Well, is that and is that what you call it? He facilitates. I watched he, the one you did today. We call it banter. We call it banter. <laughs> it sounded well, he to me. Had to, he had to help with that one because he does the grilling. It sounded to me like he couldn't get anything to work. <laughs> he did finally, and it was delicious. Okay. But it was like, but I, I no, no. This is is this men in general? He he starts the grill with it because we have the big green egg, so you have to use yes. charcoal. You know, yes. he starts the grill, and he's always like, "It'll just be twenty minutes." And it's never and then like an hour minutes. later. Yeah. I'm like, "Is it done?" No. We're literally filming. What is happening? <laughs> He's like, well, no, I just need a few more minutes. We don't have that. You told me it would be ready in 45 minutes, and it wasn't, sir. No, and we also uh, – no, we do we do a lot of content on my Instagram stories. Okay. Uh, and that is – and it is real life, and it is us watching Jeopardy usually and screaming at the TV and at each other and uh, arguing. I, I just can't I, – I, I'll be honest with you. I can't – figure out how Instagram works. And I know that must be my age. <laughs> I can do Twitter. I can do Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. It's like, why do I need another one? Listen, you're pretty. You don't have to figure it out. Seriously. Have you seen me recently? <laughs> okay. Well then you need to figure out Instagram. Well, Hey, it's pretty bad. My wife came home from work today. She looked at me and she goes, you need a haircut. I said, no, I don't. I'm fine. No one sees me. Plus, if they do, I'm on the radio anyhow, and it doesn't care. She goes, no, you need a haircut. By, by God, it, I got a did haircut she, tonight. You, did she, oh, did she give you a haircut? She gave me a haircut tonight. Got Trimmed it back, shaved everything. Nice. I'm going, did she call you a hippie? No, it, it could have been, but I don't have that much hair to begin with. Oh, I looked it like, wasn't like long over your ears. You don't have a ponytail. No, I wish. I wish I could grow it that long. Um, <laughs> but my beard, it's so funny because my beard is brown on its side and I have this gray patch on my chin and I wanted it. To, I wanted it to get fit, thick and full. And I wanted it to finally go all gray because I have a great nephew, his three. And every time he sees me at the holidays, he looks at me like, 
are you Santa? And I finally wanted to get it all gray so he could actually be confused, but she wouldn't let me shave. She, she made me shave it. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, listen, you're, you're prim and proper. Now you have a haircut. You can just brag, (laughs) brag to the rest of us while we all, well, that's it. I was going to ask you, how, how are you getting by with that? Oh, I had my lady make mail me my color and instructions. <laughs> and I, no, I called her. I was like, "Listen, Melissa, listen. By the way, it's a shout out to Mel underscore It's Me on Instagram. She okay. will do it. She'll do a Skype consult with people. Because I told her to do this. Because I'm I'm always thinking like this. I'm like, listen. Here's what you do. Because your clients aren't going to stop going to you. Ladies no, right. don't want to do their own hair. Right. Like I, I didn't enjoy the experience, but I'm glad that like. I, I, I made a mess. I got, you know, you know, I have, I have a new bathroom and I got hair dye all over the marble and I'm mad at myself, Yeah, but it was worth it because I could not look at these gray roots any longer. And, uh, she, no, she sent me like a kit and instructions cause you have to mix it, you know, and then you have to use it within like an hour. And blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, no, I think ladies are going to be at their wits end. And if you have to go get a box color from the drugstore, do it. You gotta, you gotta feel pretty during the quarantine, honey. So how are you, are you getting your hair cut or are you just letting it grow no. longer? I'm just letting it grow longer. See women, we can let, let our hair grow out. It's okay. Right. It's Unless just... you have short hair, then you're screwed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> then you'll, you'll look real shaggy for a little while. Cause I used to have short hair for a long time. And when you try to grow it out, it doesn't look good. Cause I know with mine, mine's always been cut short. And when it start growing, grows out, it looks very bushy. And yeah. um, I told my wife, I said, Hey, I'll just do the whole, I'll just shave the whole thing. I mean, I'll go down to bare skin. She wouldn't let me do that. So, um, we I did my husband's with the shears, and I did it on three on the three okay. setting. No, on the four, three. I can't remember, but it looks good. It my, looks sharp now. Mine's on the two, two for the oh, top of the head, one on the side, and one for the yeah. beard. That's great. I actually See, posted that's, that's sharp. I actually posted pictures on Facebook today. I was so proud on how I looked. Nice. Yeah. See, people people now are starting to not appear on camera. Have you? I've noticed that. But I knew that yesterday I was going to do that grill thing, so I was like, I better do these roots because I'm not doing it. I had to film a video game where they. I did a video game like three days or Monday, and they. I had to set my camera where they film my face because yeah. they, they're going to use the animation for the you know facial animation or whatever. Okay. And and I caught a glimpse. Of, of my roots and just like vanity just took over. I was like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't do this. And my husband's never seen my roots. He's like, Oh, you have gray hair. I was like, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been married? 21 years. I He's mean, never seen my roots. Holy never seen them. Wow. My wife and I have been married for 23 and I've seen hers. I mean, jeez, no. you are vain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I, I will at some point grow it out. I'm just not ready to do that okay. yet. Okay. I'm going to at least be in my 50s before that happens. Oh, I'll see. Right, I'm, my right wife, now, I'm going to stick with being vain. My wife and I are both in our 50s, so that's uh, that's probably yeah, I'll why. I'll be all right with it. When the time is right, the time is right, but it's not right now. It's not during the COVID panic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, but at least the COVID panic would be your excuse. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's not. Okay. William f- Eric Alexander. Alex- By the way, <laughs> did she call and say, she said, I'm calling about BJ Simpson. Did you say, actually say BJ or OJ? It sounded like you said BJ Simpson. She said BJ because okay. a good friend of mine, sure right. a good friend of mine was in my wedding. His name was BJ. 
she thought and she, she thought got it confused and yeah. she started calling him bj simpson and when she said that i realized who it was and that's why i had to go through the whole thing because she's just that's kept really calling me eric over and over again so anyway but <laughs> you're, you're never going to let me live that down are you i love it i think it's a very distinguished name you sound like a former president <laughs> You sound like you should have your face on money. Well, why not? Why not? My name could be on the stimulus stimulus check too if I wanted it bad enough. <laughs> put them all, put them all on there. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? So, uh, so with everything going on with you in in the whole, as you called it, the COVID panic, um, Los Angeles has basically, and the whole state of California has gone to the extreme. When it comes yeah. to shutting everything down, do we look, yeah. I mean, I heard today that they said your governor, governor it's at Newsom. It's May 15th. Mm-hmm. He made a comment that there may not be large group or large activity until 2021. I mean, it <laughs> honestly it sends me into a panic. I can imagine why. I, I, I'm very lucky that I make my money other ways. But I, if I were, if let's say I just made my money through comedy, yeah, I'd be screwed, right? And and there's people out there who are screwed, and we got. Listen, this is our opportunity to figure out new ways to make money. Oh, that's what I'll tell you. That's and, that's what I've been brainstorming. I am going to start. I'm doing a lot of recipe development, so I'm I, I have two cookbooks out there, but right. I'm going to start just selling PDFs of recipes. Like I just oh, that's a good idea. Even, you can't get a book. That's a good idea. Right I never now. thought of that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna just gonna start. I, I I think we should all be thinking of new ways to kind of do this thing. I, I will say, it's very difficult to do stand up online. I did a thing for BuzzFeed, and uh, it's really hard to not have an audience there because it's such a like interactive sport. Right. There's stand-up. there's no feedback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you just I like a lot of crowd work and a lot of in the moment stuff, and so I I find it very tricky to try to do. But we're gonna have to all figure out how to do. Uh, how to watch comedy without anybody else in the room laughing with us. <laughs> or you're laughing so, at yourself, I guess. I don't know. I suppose. But the funny thing about that is everybody's saying, I said, I've worked radio for years. I've been in a room laughing myself by right. myself the dark. Yep. all the You've time. The veal in the cage for years. Yeah. And I, I know yep. exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked me why I got into radio. I said, honestly, I got into radio to make girls. The only problem is I didn't realize that girls thought I was crazy because I was in a room talking to myself. Are there any girls in radio? There's quite a few. Yeah. Not as many as there used to be, but there's, there's, there's quite a few in radio still. Is that how you met your wife? No. Well, yes and no. My wife actually was the administrative assistant for one of the, uh, one of the stations I worked for for the GM and her and I did not get along at all when I first met her. And I oh, thought she was, I thought she was a, uh, a, a, a bitch and, <laughs> and, oh, hey. and we did not care for each other. And we ran into each other almost eight years later and we struck up a relationship and uh, we've been married now for 23 years. That's really cute. Yeah. So anyhow, Hey, speaking of radio, you guys are listening to WMCK.FM at Keysport and also WLDJFM 107.5 Newcastle PA. And we're streaming live online at italknet.com. Now, 
the whole idea of doing stuff online for me is not unusual for you with the cooking yeah. shows, not unusual. What do you think about right. these networks that are doing these talk shows now, like Jimmy Kimmel, Fallon, Listen, Colbert you gotta, doing their stuff you from do their what home? You got to do. I, I, uh, I you, listen, you gotta, you, there's those shows, each one of those shows, cause my husband wrote for Kimmel for years and those shows are like an entire industry yes. in and of themselves. So you got to keep people employed. You got to keep people working. You got to keep. I think it's important for America's, you know, morale to keep fresh content out there. I mean, I know everyone's producing content right now, and I'm not saying like theirs is so much more special than anything else. But I, I just think it's it's it is going to be important. I think that whoever can figure out how to reinvent the wheel. I think that if you know how to use a camera and you know how to edit, you better be shooting content right now and putting it out there. Because you're going to be the next TV show. Well, like, what, what frustrates you could do narrative content? What frustrates in your house? <laughs> what frustrates me is I've been doing it for years, and a long time people in the industry thought what we were doing was ridiculous that there was no place for it. Now all of a sudden they're doing it. Yeah, I mean I'm video I'm video streaming the, what we're doing right now. I mean you only see me, but I'm still <laughs> video streaming it. And damn, I look good tonight. But yeah. <laughs> But again, yeah. it, it, it's, it's something that, that a lot of us, especially those of us that were working radio or working podcasts, were creating content for years. People yeah. never thought it would take off. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. And now the professionals or the celebrities are doing it. And now people are looking at it a little bit differently. So I'm hoping we see a change in the way content is being delivered. And at least more people are acceptable because one thing I have noticed, everybody has their own show in some way, shape, or form. I think that if you can make content that is engaging, you should be making it and putting it out there. Now, notice I said that is engaging. That's a very are you sliding me or what? Qualifier. Are you, no, 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 no. Are you I'm slamming saying, me? Not at all. Okay. I am saying for the, for the people who and listen. A lot of times, creating content is a lot of experiment you know right i mean think about what you were in your early career it's oh like, yeah okay. you know what i mean you we all have had a big learning curve um but yeah I, I i think anything that you can do to create content and put it out there now now's the time to do it my friend just actually pitched a television show over zoom today I, so see, that's what's happening and, and that so does i guess not they're surprise hoping me. they'll be shooting stuff soon and that know? does not surprise me that they're pitching via zoom yeah they're gonna have to um, my my husband wrote a bunch of stuff for a bunch of uh, ads and promos for Fox Sports, and they did it all. It, it had to be tailored to writing stuff over Zoom and, yeah. and also shooting over Zoom. Like it can't. It has to be like B roll footage, stock footage, right? And then what can like Terry? Can we get Terry Bradshaw to turn on the the Zoom camera and talk into camera? You know, it has to be that. Now the one thing that I'm really surprised about, and and it and it is it's me. I know a lot of it's me. Is I'm very worried about how I look and how I sound when I produce content. We're all worried about that because to me, I've always wanted to be that one step above everybody else doing what I do. However, right. what I'm watching that's playing on network TV of people being in their home, the quality is not 100 percent. Either yeah. they don't have the, 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 the correct internet speed to do Skype calls That's or true. Zoom calls yeah. because they're breaking up. Their mics sound mm -hmm. like they're hollow. And it's like, guys, you're the networks. 
You have these celebrities that are working for you. Why are you not providing them with the equipment that they need I, to do this? That I don't understand, and I've noticed that too, especially on Watch What Happens Live, which is Andy Cohen's late yes. night talk show where he yeah. kind of sums up the Bravo show of the night, which, by the way, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with the housewives. So my husband and I watch all of that and watch it. You know, we have all of our commentary online as well. So that, that's been interesting to watch about how – you know, peep, you know what I think it is? Honestly, I think these celebrities live in these gigantic houses and their Wi-Fi sucks because I've been in some of their houses and their Wi-Fi sucks and they don't like nobody's figured out how to do like the mesh. And so their Wi-Fi stinks. And then they're like literally shorting out yeah. on a live television show. And you're like, what's going on? Did nobody think to say, hey, you should hardwire into your modem for this. It's that important. Well, like, just do that. You would assume that they have tech people that would tell them that. And, no. and for what you and I are doing right now, I don't know how the video feed would be, but at least I have the audio and the audio sounds like you're in the room with me. Yeah. I mean, well, I, the, I, the video I, would be fine because I hardwire in for this stuff. Well, you should it's have Im- told me I would have done that. <laughs> now I know. <sighs> Next time. So I don't even know if you're drinking or not. I'm pouring my third I, I glass now. I finished mine. I need another one. Hold on. I'm going to get the last little drips and dregs. It's so good. I'm going to have more as soon as we're done. And here's what I invented for dinner tonight. Wait, let me I get my invented... ice first. Okay. I invented my own homemade curry powder. Okay. And then I made, because you know my whole thing is you got to do low carb. Mm-hmm. So that's, my cookbooks are low carb. So I did... Uh, chicken thighs, spaghetti squash, Ooh. onion, broccoli, and this curry powder and some coconut milk and uh, salt. That was it. That sounds it good. good. The only it was real good. The only drawback I would have, and I'm being honest with you, is the coconut milk. It doesn't taste coconutty. Okay. I hate the taste of coconut. Thank you. Because I have it, and, and the whole idea with the chicken thighs. And how do you prepare your spaghetti swa- squash? I, I, earlier today, like at two o'clock, I cut the thing and well, you microwave it for two minutes so that you can even cut it in half because they're very hard to cut in half and it looks, it's very dangerous. Don't drink any alcohol and then try to cut a spaghetti (laughs) squash or a butternut squash. You'll hurt yourself. Okay. So you microwave it for two to three minutes. So it's softer. You cut it in half. You scoop out the seeds. I put it face down at 400 in the oven for 40 minutes and it's soft enough. Take it out, set it aside. Then you can scrape it out. Okay. When you're ready to go. See, when my wife makes it, she actually makes it in, completes it in the microwave too. I've heard you can do that. I'm, I'm an oven gal. Okay. And, but and yes. And it's, I love spaghetti squash. Yeah, it's great. I, I And I also love butternut squash too, because there's Me so too. many things you can do with it. And a lot it. of people I think are more afraid to cook with it and prepare it because they're not familiar with it. They, it's a big, giant, scary squash. Yeah. I know that you can get it pre-cut now at the grocery store, but I hate how much they charge for oh, it. I just really, I won't do it. They'll pre-cut it, but it's like eight dollars for wow. like a thing when when you can just get a butternut squash for two dollars. Wow, I, that's I didn't just me. That. I'm I'm odd, I'm cheap about odd things, and then I will spend way too much money on other things, like a dumb app. I'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever, eight dollars. <laughs> See that that to me, I didn't realize they would do that. So you had the the uh, the spaghetti squash, you had the chicken thighs, mm-hmm. and you had broccoli. What did you do with your broccoli? I just cut it into little florets. And what I did was I I, I put the curry powder over the chicken, browned the chicken, moved it out of the way. And then I put olive oil and the onion slices and the broccoli, a little bit uh, of, oh a little bit of chicken broth and the coconut milk, and let it kind of steam in there. Okay, you know. 
and then put the spaghetti squash and the chicken in and, and cooked it. And then I did finish it with a couple tablespoons of heavy cream. It needed a little more so, creaminess to it. So with your with your curry powder, what did you do to how did you make it? I I like to I like to mess with making my own spice mixes. So I knew I wanted to have the coriander and the turmeric in there. Okay. That's like the base. And then I put in uh, ground mustard, uh, what did I put in? Black pepper, and it, this, just the tiniest bit of cinnamon and clove. And I put in something else. I don't have it in front of me. What did I put in there? And it just was like, it was almost like a mix between a, a yellow curry powder and a garam masala. It was like a mix between the two. Okay. And it was real good and fresh. In it, fact, it, I never want to buy curry powder ever again. I'm going to make my own. It actually sound, it sounds very good. When I made the uh, pork chops tonight, I do. I mean, I just use breadcrumbs, um, an egg bath, and then Great. do it that way because it's easy. And the yeah. and the kids and well, the kids that do eat it, they like it. Um, Is it? You, are you doing the thin bo- thin cut boneless kind? Actually, these were not thin cut. Like I said, they came from the they came from the butcher, and they had a bone, right. and they were a little bit thicker. They oh. were about oh, they were about that thick. Um, they <laughs> they were about a half inch thick. Yeah, about a little bit more than that, and they were excellent. Um, I and, bet. and I do I, a, I do a breadcrumb with it, and then we had broccoli, and I made rice with it. So nice. Um, but I do I do steamable broccoli. I buy it in the bag and throw it in the microwave because yeah, uh, it's just that. it's just easier. Um, it is. It just. I, I. Whenever I do something with cauliflower rice, I always just cut the corner and steam it in the microwave mm-hmm. first, and then press the water out and make the things. Okay. It's just easier. But I. I have made many times. Well, now there's. I can't find cauliflower rice because apparently there's been a run on it during this COVID really? pandemic. Really. I can't I find it frozen. <laughs> I had to actually make my own cauliflower Holy rice God. using a box grater. That had to take oh forever. My God. How many knuckles did you have left? It, it flies everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to like be careful because it will scrape. You'll scrape your knuckles. Yeah, I I just can't imagine doing it. And that seems odd to me that cauliflower flower rice would be on short you supply. Know, you know, L.A. It's a bunch of well, like low carb douchebags like me. We try to buy it. <laughs> that's true. I never thought of it that way. But yeah. um, no, that that's uh, that's basic. I haven't had. I haven't had. Um, cauliflower rice in a long time actually come to think of it but i um, use it for like when i make stir fries i use i make a cauliflower tots um i so I use oh, it for i love that. cauliflower tots yeah those are really good so uh, 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 that's a good question for you because you said when you make stir fry are you yeah. are your chinese restaurants in los angeles closed um i don't know because i don't leave the house well i get that but I, I guess they're doing takeout. You can't go to a restaurant. Because here, all ours in this area, other than one or two, are closed. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And I'm telling you, I give the restaurants another week and a half, and they're going to have to close. Really? They, Don't say that. Please. Because it's not support. People aren't supporting them, and it's really hard. It's hard for them. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing my eat out once or twice a week just to support Me them. Too. Because I, my wife, like I said, her job's essential, but she's working with. She works with yeah. uh, uh, business development in the county, and so we know who's getting hit harder 
than most right. because we hear the reports coming in. So we're trying to do the best we can, even with. Um, That's good. You guys are good eggs. And I, well, I've been buying eggs locally too. Come to think of it, but hey. we have a, a local whisk, uh, whiskey distiller in the area that oh. I'm trying to get their stuff. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Actually, I'm not speaking much. I'm starting to slur my words here. I just noticed that I'm on my fourth one. What kind one. of whiskey is it? It is bourbon. Um, they're making um, multiple types of, and they're also in a winery too. Um, what are they called? Ridge Runner. Okay, I'm looking them up. By the way, I'm supposed to come to Pittsburgh in June, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. What are you coming to Pittsburgh in June for? I'm supposed to do a class at Crate. What? Which is in downtown Pittsburgh, and I'm supposed to do a cooking class, teach a whole thing, like a four-hour cooking class at Crate. I'm supposed to do a book signing in the Monroeville Barnes and Noble. Wow! And I'm supposed to do you've, something else, and I can't remember. But you've I, made, I don't know if it's going to happen. You've made the big time if you go to Monroeville. I mean, really? <laughs> you. you. Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> hey, let me know. I'd love to finally meet up with you. I would. You know, I, I, I really will. would do that. I, I'm hoping it still happens. But we'll see. Because that that would actually look, that'd be fun, and you can take me fun. to you can take me to dinner and drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you just invite us out for dinner and drinks, and then I pay for it? Is that what just happened? I think that's what I just did. Does that okay, work? Cool. Sure. <laughs> How could I say no to that? Exactly, Alexander. <laughs> I am never going to live that down with you, am I? would you it's the best name it is okay well if you think it is anna i i will stick with it forever very distinguished it sounds like it sounds like you it sounds like you murdered a diplomat that's That's what that sounds like to me william eric alexander murderer (laughs) thank you he was pardoned for his murder of the diplomat from Liechtenstein. That's what it sounds like. Uh, Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) And it's hard to believe we only talked in February and we still have new stuff to talk about. I know, we do. do. It's kind of funny. When I was going through stuff today, um, trying to figure out when I did talk to you last, I'm going, it's only been two months ago and it seems like it's been two years. (laughs) Honestly, that is crazy. It it feels like a long time ago. I don't remember anything pre-March 15th. I, well, here it was March 13th. It was Friday the 13th when we got wind here that everything was being shut down. And yeah, we, we had to close down our week because we do a, we produce a monthly comedy show uh, in at a restaurant that's permanently closed now called the Pikey. Oh, I'm sorry. And, to hear uh, that. The bummer. I know it was this Irish. I mean, this English pub that had this awesome back room and we did our show there once a month. Uh, but we had to cancel our show on March 15th. And, and uh, it was funny because on Monday before it, we were like, should we? I don't know. Should we? And then literally by Wednesday, right. it's like, oh, no, everything's canceled. Like, it's done. Do you, have you talked to hit your uh, husband's family back here in, uh, in the McKee's Rocks to say what's going? Are they telling you what's happening back here? They are. Um, they're fine. They're just chilling. They don't go out much. And the, by the way, they live now. They live in like the Cranberry Wexford area. So they're not in the rocks anymore. Well, they got out. <laughs> I grew up in the Cranberry Wexford area. I grew up in Mars, oh. Pennsylvania. I was I'm well, I grew up 15 well, minutes from there. My husband went to high school. He went to North Allegheny. I went to Mars. Oh my god, that's so funny. I graduated in 1984. What year did he graduate? Oh, he's. 89 okay so i'm five years older than he is then yeah so you wouldn't have crossed paths but yeah yeah. i graduated in 84 yeah 
You guys, well, then you really lived out there when nobody was there. Now it's all built up. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. The you only thing, in the boonies. Yeah. The only thing we had in Cranberry was a Kmart. That was it. And there's that uh, Kmart's not there anymore. No, um, they got rid of that thing. Long... Like, Kmart, you gotta go. So, okay. Though, so let me ask you this. When was the first time, when did you meet your husband? Oh, we were. I met him when I was quite young. We were doing uh, improv together in Atlanta. Okay. And and Lance Crawl was one of the original. We were there. Were eight of us who started an improv theater in Atlanta called Whole World. It's still there. Okay. And then my husband came in. I don't know a couple years later, and I met him. I did not like him at all. Didn't care for him. So similar story there. And uh, I thought he was an a hole. And uh, then uh, you know you start dating. I guess. <laughs> And then uh, we, I got knocked up, and then we got married. <laughs> so that's how that works. I'm sure By your way, daughter loves to hear that story. She does. She uh, knows she was in the belly during that time. Okay. But I'm watching that Tiger King show, and that guy got three guys to marry him. Yes. And I, I had to trap one guy with a baby, and I don't think that's very fair. I just <laughs> wish that I had more guys wanting to marry me, except for the one that I trapped into marrying me. So... What was the first time you came up here to, to the Pittsburgh area then? 98. Okay. Okay. Because, uh, okay. Because I was just trying to figure out when you were here so you knew what was here then. Yeah. And I'm sure it's you've been back. changed a lot. Oh, a lot. I, yeah. Especially but the North Hills the, area. Yeah. North Hills, all that stuff has totally changed. And then like. But what I loved is like we would go to the the rocks and like because that's where my 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 husband's dad grew up in the rocks. Okay, so that's why I have the knowledge of that because we would always stop there and get various food products from like the bakery or the thing or the you know what I mean. So oh we, yeah, uh, yeah. My aunt Irene still lives in the rocks. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. She just had a birthday this past week too. Come to think of it. Happy birthday, Aunt Irene. Yeah, she's uh in. Yeah. She sounds like she's the black sheep of the family. She's not. She was the baby of the family. Everybody oh, else. Oh, then everybody loved her. Okay. Everybody else passed away. Yeah. Um, I love my Aunt Irene. Well, I, did, I didn't mean that everyone else is dead. <laughs> well, Thanks they, for bringing it down. Well, they are. Um, <laughs> That's just a fact. Sorry. She's in her 80s. Um, anyway, so you were talking about the Tiger King. Why yes. did you start watching? Because I watched it and watched the whole series. And watch, okay, I only watched three episodes. Why? Why have I not finished watching? Yes, it? I'll I'll get there. I mean, because I really don't like Carol Baskins. I'm sorry. Oh. I think she killed her husband. Everybody knows she killed her husband. Number one, I saw that episode. Number two, you have to refer to her as that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just say her name. Um, I just, listen, a girlfriend of mine worked for the CDC for years and she told me she's, she's been saying for years, a virus is going to get us, a virus right. is going to get us. And so of course she's very, very well redeemed right now and that a virus is getting us. And she's been saying that and nobody would listen to her. And she said she was reading medical studies cause she's one of those who like reads medical right. studies for fun. And she's like, she was looking at this type of feline coronavirus that is causing plaques on the lungs of the older cats, but it's yes. not really affecting the kittens. And she was literally talking about this before this happened. And then I got on the phone and she's like, see, I told you, I told you. And now the whole country is obsessed with tiger King. And I feel like there's something <laughs> symbolically and spiritually at play 
where the I don't know what was happening, but the, the big cats are getting the revenge on right. the entire exactly on the entire world. Yes. Um. So, if if you if if they offered you a role in the movie Tiger King, would you take it? Because I heard that they're talking about David Spade possibly playing the Tiger <laughs> like King. Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic. That's interesting casting. Could you see him do it though? I could see. I could see like a like Greg Kinnear or like somebody who's got. Like I could see David Spade playing like the very funny version of it. But if like we were having like a serious like the drama I could see like Kinnear Oscar bait version, I could see like Greg Kinnear. I could see him doing it too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, the problem is I don't look like anybody in that cast, but obviously well, if I you, would fight if, for the role of that bitch Carol Baskin. Well, if we remove few, a few of your teeth and gave you a short haircut, you could look like one of his husbands. I could be the husband. Yeah. He, I heard he got his teeth fixed now. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I just cannot believe that whole program is a train wreck and it's how insane. everybody is watching it. And I watched it too. The same reason you did is because everybody said I had to watch it. Right. And the first two episodes were tough to watch. Then I got sucked into it by episode three because yeah. I think they make it. So you have a, um, that, that you dislike Carol Baskins for a reason. And right. Because they were trying to make Joe look innocent. He didn't realize what he was doing until he started making money. And now he's trying to get himself out of it. Now he has this gangster from Las Vegas that's involved. And Oh, I don't even know about that yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Shh, shh, no, it's okay. Shh. I didn't say I, I don't care. I'll, I'll pick it back up when it's time to pick it back up. You know? But it's, it's, just, it's just interesting to see that people are watching something like this. And there's probably so many other good programs on. Yeah. Netflix and seeming services that this one is the one that everybody's been drawn to. It's people are obsessed. It's really having a moment. Which again is why you need to put free radio on Netflix. <laughs> I know we do. Do you think that I'll be able to make it to Ireland by September for my friend's wedding? Or do you think, what do you think? You really asking me this? Yeah. I think do you, you think that this is all going to clear up by then. I'm hoping so. My sister-in-law is supposed to be going to England in June. And I'm oh, hoping well, that's that she, not uh, happening. Well, don't say that. <laughs> if you can no, make I it to know. Ireland I'm, in September, she can make it to England in June. I'm, well, it all depends on, too, what the purpose is. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to Pittsburgh in June. I think that oh. they're not going to let us go. Why wouldn't they? You could start driving. <laughs> Would that not be fun? You but document. People, yeah. You documenting oh your trip across country with your husband. Why, why are you driving across country with your husband? Why did you guys murder each other? Why? Because <laughs> we had to drive to Pittsburgh. Well, there's enough reason. And you could do it in Depends diapers. You could have Depends sponsor you and do it as a nonstop trip. Wait, nonstop? Yeah. No, what? This is getting worse. What's wrong with you? Hey, I did it from Florida to Western Pennsylvania. No, in 19 hours. Because I said I had to do it but once. But you stopped to pee and get gas. Well, yeah, I guess I did. You're right. I'm thinking about that astronaut that did it from Texas to New York. Yeah, yeah, she was dedicated. <laughs> she was. She did it for true love, though. Well, yeah, that and the knocker, the boyfriend off, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Didn't, but true love. That's what I thought. So. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, guess, I guess our time is done. No, it's not done. <laughs> I had someone. It's never done. No, someone's listening to us and they, they, they messaged me. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I didn't read it. I just shut it down. It's, Anyhow. It's What's that? It was Car- that, it's Carol Baskins. It's Carol Baskins, yes. She wanted to know why you're talking so mean about her. <laughs> I didn't invent her nickname. <laughs> Who did? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> um so with everything going on right now, like you said, you're 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 hopefully coming back to the uh Pittsburgh in June for a book signing. Yes. Um what else are you working on right now while you're stuck in this middle of this quarantine, this um I... stay at home? I am working on recipes, recipe development. I am still doing voiceover. I'm still, luckily, the comedy and reality show Voice of NBC. I do all the lighthearted stuff on that network. So they contact. In fact, I'm going to do one pretty soon here for them. And uh, I am uh, I'm actually writing. I, here's what I think I'm going to do. I am writing out a syllabus, a course curriculum for uh, anybody who wants to learn how to write their own cookbook. Cause you know, I self-published and did yes. quite well with mine. And I know there's a lot of people out there with a lot of recipes rolling around their heads and don't even know where to begin. So I think I would like to put up an online course wow. for that. So I've actually been writing that out and spending, I've been sitting down and making myself spend an hour a day. I turn on the timer, no internet. And I sit down and write out a course curriculum for that. Or type of recipes, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. So you're going to be one of these diversify pe- one of these people doing these master classes. Then maybe that'd be nice to have a master class. That thing looks interesting. I might have to get one of those. I've I've looked into it. The only problem is the cost is just it, it just a little bit too high for me. Is it expensive? I didn't even look at the price. Yeah, um, because I'm not actually going to do it. <laughs> well. Because I'll spend it and then I'll, I won't do anything. I'll be mad at myself that I spent all that. Yeah, money. but the thing is, you don't need to do it. You you you've you've written, you do comedy, you've done TV, you've done everything they're talking about, other than maybe That's cleaning true. your closet I out. I mean, what else do you need to I, do? I refuse to clean my closet out. <laughs> Nor do I care. You know, here's how you keep a clean closet: don't buy stuff. That's what I do. Good I don't point. buy anything. My girlfriend walked into my closet and she was like. Are these where are the rest of your sweaters? And I was like, right. No, I have four sweaters. And she's like, How do you have four sweaters? I was like, I have four sweaters. You don't leave the house. And, and when that one gets worn out, I'll buy new sweaters to replace them, but I don't care. Like, I'm not a shopaholic. I don't have a million pairs of shoes. I don't have a bunch of sweaters and blouses and dresses. I'm just not that. I don't have jewelry. I just don't have So it. that makes sense. So now when you were on free radio, now I now I know why it looks like you wore the same thing every day. <laughs> that unfortunately was a was a result of wardrobe on a very uh low budget show. Gotcha. <laughs> I wish I wish I could have brought my own clothes to that. I would have souped it up a little bit. Well, Anna, we've been talking for almost an hour now. Thank you very much. You've uh, Thank you for having me, you, friend. You've lightened my day and my week. This has been the high point so far. So well, I, thank you for having me. I, I need more alcohol. I, I, you and me both, we need to do this on a regular basis because it was yes. fun. And uh, if you do come to Pittsburgh, I will be there. So we I could... will buy. I will buy you dinner. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I will buy a cookbook. How's that? Wonderful. I love it. <laughs> Anna, thank you very much. Thank you, Bill. You have a great night and uh, keep safe. And uh, we'll we'll keep in touch. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. You're listening to Online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM.
uh, McKeesport and also WLDJFM 107.5 in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and also at italknet.com. Anno Vicino um, from Free Radio and also from her cooking her cooking program, her cookbooks and everything else. It was a pleasure to be with her tonight, and I didn't do too bad, actually. So, uh, guys, we'll be back in just a moment to wrap everything up, and uh, you're listening to Online with Bill Alexander. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Well, that's going to wrap up another edition of Online with Bill Alexander. Thank you very much to our guest, Anna Vicino, who joined us this evening. If you'd like to find out more about Anna, go to our website, AnnaVicino.com. Folks, I am out of here. We'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.